to On The Couch with James Field and Ian Harris. It's episode 95 for the 17th of November, 2008. How are you doing, James? I'm very well, Ian. How about yourself? Fresh I'm off the plane. Flesh off, flesh off flesh. the plane. <laughs> flesh off the plane from New York. Uh-huh. Yeah, back in two drink minimum, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those marketing things, yeah. Brilliant. Mm. <laughs> Flitting around the US, seeing lots of funky customers. Brilliant. Well, and it's good uh, to be here on the couch. In the real, in the, in the real couch, um, with half a cup of coffee. But that's another. <laughs> that's another story. Tra- Stair tripping story. Not me at it now. So, on the couch podcast number ninety six. Actually, I think it's ninety five. <laughs> We're ahead of ourselves that. as usual. Um, bags of news. Apologies, we've been away for a week because of various logistical challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're here, and hopefully we'll Back be on cooking on gas Indeed. today. So we'll be covering the normal news, business news, technology news, content delivery, mobile news, gaming, and um, other crazy stuff. Other stuff, maybe. But we'll see what kind of happens on that. So, um, without further ado, let's dive in there. Um, now, Flix, another. You know, uh, coming up with internet-based sites, there's maybe flixz.com, mm-hmm. presumably. Um, we've got another... We've got <laughs> well, I don't know, they offer free content delivery for video on your website. Uh-huh. Um, now, Brightcove is one of these... Uh, basically, Brightcove has closed down their free accounts. Brightcove, right. as I kind of remember it, and I, one of our listeners will probably tell me I'm completely wrong was offering, basically they would host videos, like viral videos or right. anything you want like, to host. Kind of like YouTube. And they'd put ads on them oh, and right. you'd get a share of the revenue. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Based cool. on the fact. Do they make much money? Obviously not, because they've shut down, <laughs> they've shut down <laughs> the free accounts. Bang. Um, and basically want everyone to convert to paid accounts, because right. I, I guess it shows that, you know, there's a little bit of money to be made under the long tail, but... <laughs> very little it's like a money. snake's tail it's quite low <laughs> to the ground in that case so um, mm-hmm. we've got to look into that so Flix has come in there and said oh we'll take your people quite right. I mean they've said that but I'm not sure if um, no, Brightcove clearly aren't giving them the customer list I guess Brightcove no. wants to get people to move to the paid stuff so yes um, so that's one sort of over the top internet delivery IPTV service mm-hmm. um, moving on quickly I guess we've got a bit of news from Orange in the UK, who'd previously announced that they were going to do a an IPTV launch. Yes, and now they're saying not. that they're not. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's, it is a bit of a challenge to them because uh, BT Vision is out there. 340k subs. That's not bad, is it? Well, am I a sub? I can, well, I'm, I'm not paying <laughs> yeah, anything. Sub, yeah, when it comes to statistics, you know, it's all about the numbers that you like the most. Um so that's certainly an, a large number of boxes out there. Yes, indeed. So, indeed. and I mean, presumably, once you've got enough boxes out there, mm. they'll start to make some money from it. It'd be interesting to know what percentage of BT Vision's telephone subscribers have BT Vision, or vice versa. Because yeah. I'm thinking it's. I mean, the, the way I got it is, it's when you phone up to move to somebody else. <laughs> they throw that's when they start throwing it in for free. So it's a mm. retention mm-hmm. thing, and maybe they're making some revenue. Maybe they're not. So I think. If I, if I draw a parallel to PCCW in Hong Kong, when they did this, initially mm. it was retention, but right. they eventually got to the stage where they were the largest platform. Mm. Long way to go for BT to do that in the UK. Um, and then they could start getting some exclusive content deals. So yeah. 
Well, they'd be um, fair. I mean, we've got to be more about um, P division later on, but... Uh, so Orange, anyway, back to Orange, they're yes. saying uh, Orange in France is actually a very popular IPTV service, and I guess they were, they were hmm. hoping to do a similar sort of thing here, but uh, given the competition, they've said, no, they're not. Well, also, they'd be basically doing exactly the same as BT Vision. Yeah. Um, but to get access to the last mile, they can't do it. No, I mean, the only wholesale relationship that I think BT has in the UK is with Vodafone. Oh, right. So, so you can... You can switch from BT to Vodafone right. relatively easily. Right. Um, but that's the only one. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so I guess it depends where you are. If you're a country bumpkin like me, then you don't have much choice. But uh, we'll see what happens there. Mm. Um, I um, I was at a conference this last week about consumer electronics and whether mm. they were in the changing world. And there was a bit of doom and gloom, I must say, oh, the, yeah. from the TV manufacturers, which is reflected yeah. in this... Um, Report it's the we've, got we've got here saying that uh, TVs are down by, what was it, 5%? Yes, decline. Yeah. They said top box revenues in the region will decline 5% from 2008 to 2009, and volumes will actually rise, albeit at a relatively weak 9 point. It's all statistics, isn't it? Mm. Um, so it's up and it's down for set top boxes. And I think certainly the feeling at the conference I was at that you know, if people are going to delay purchase of large consumer electronics, if they can get the credit. You know. so, yeah, that's right. so if you always wanted, you know, if you've got the 42-inch screen and you want the 60, you're probably mm-hmm. going to wait mm-hmm. till the sale, you know. Um, okay. But the set-top box guys, I mean, we had Sky reporting good results or reasonable yeah. results. I think yeah. um, Echo Star and DirecTV, similar ones. So, I mean, there's this, there's this notion I've heard of um, the cocooning effect, mm-hmm. which we talked about on the last podcast. Yep. Someone else nice. coined future source at this conference I went to who talked about staycations. Where you cool. don't you what? don't go away, you have a staycation where you stay at home. <laughs> I mean, everyone's trying to That's cook fantastic. up these new kind of reasons to glamorizing not going on holiday. <laughs> yeah, glamorizing. Yeah. I'm going for a cruise in my bath. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. It's a rubber duckation or something, you know, or whatever. Um, That's great. So, yeah, I guess set to boxes. But I mean, having said that, I think they're still flying off the shelves in some markets. Mm. Um, you know, India, and obviously we've still got digital to analog. Um, analog to switchovers, switchover, yeah. yeah. I mean, we've got switchovers coming up in various kind of European countries. Mm. Um, well, that kind of leads us nicely to uh, this particular European country called the UK, indeed, where Sunny Selkirk is underway, which is a part of Scotland, I think. Is it? I'd never actually heard of it before. I'm learning about all these interesting places that are getting digital. I mean, look, it's, it's like a have you ever heard of the UK <laughs> shipping forecast? Where they do uh, it on Radio 4, it's oh, with bizarre. The, the, the numbers and things. Yeah, but it's like Bonchester Bridge, Clovenfords, Galashields, Howick, Jedburgh, Lauder, Peebles, Stowe, and Yetholm. Never heard of any of those places. <laughs> nope. Maybe Galashields, but I haven't. Uh, anyway, so... I'm not even sure how to pronounce those words, so I'm glad you're doing the pronouncing there. <laughs> uh, so they're switching stuff off, um, and fantastic. that's going apace. I mean, I learned, you know, Denmark's getting switched off all in one go, little country, I suppose, so they'll just wow, bang, bang next year. And certainly the ads in the US, as I've been there in the last two weeks, have mm. been all, you know, do the get switchover thing, get, you know, get happening, or it's all going to be over February. Yeah. You know, the, the ads are getting more gloomier, in fact, in terms of, uh, you know, if you don't switch over, you're going to have no TV. Like, it's, you know... Uh, <laughs> so, but I, I guess get on to the set-to-box thing. There was another quote I heard last week, which, which was... Um, quite funny it was a guy a cable operator in the u.s saying oh you know people uh-huh. will starve before they give up cable <laughs> that's probably true and I, I mean i remember in asia pacific having spent a long time there going to visit people who didn't have 
fact, they didn't even have electricity, but they had satellite TV. <laughs> really? So they, you know, they had a generator just to watch TV, but they didn't have running water or anything. So, well, well, they've got their priorities straight, don't they? Maybe. <laughs> um, that's a bit wild. Um, and talking of the kind of developing world, um, mm-hmm. Nokia announced their um, Nokia Life Tools. Um, yeah, what, what are Nokia Life Tools? Well, you know, we've, we've talked before on the podcast about how the largest, I guess, real growing market for volume in mm-hmm. the world is the low-end mobile phone market. Mm-hmm. So Nokia is looking to try and distinguish themselves in this market by providing basically a... a custom handsets and the main thing you need in a handset in the developing world is a torch okay so you've got torch um and you've got access to some basic uh, data services because a lot of these places don't have gprs or right right right. so they're offering um simple i mean i've never really used it on gsm but sometimes you'd you'd have access to sort of local information or Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so there are there are communication channels where you can get um I guess education and agricultural information so you can okay. get um like the price of commodities and things so you know right. when to go to market and you know you're not getting ripped off and uh, cutting okay. out middlemen and this so kind of thing be quite valuable to the actual farmers if they mm. you know, have this flow of information they didn't have before yeah and, and even um innovative uh, i heard about this thing this week with the uh, stk which is a kind of service tech toolkit or something which is in all gsm phones all right and you can push data on a sort of service channel a bit like sms was supposed okay. to be a engineering tool right um but sdk is a way and there are some um hmm. innovative sort of e- uh, telephone banking systems in india where they're using that to uh, okay. uh, as an application on the sim card which is built in in every oh, phone cool. so that's the kind of thing that this will work so you can actually transfer money using you know just putting in a pin code and sending information backwards or forwards so that's very cool and uh, it says here you can also get astrology services and ringtones. <laughs> Obviously, and the weather. <laughs> so, um, fantastic. So, Nokia's looking, I guess, to try and add something there and differentiate. Yeah, add some value in those. Um, which is always a bit weird because, you know, Nokia doesn't operate any networks. So, they're trying to get in between. Yeah, and, and they have indeed done similar sorts of uh, kind of getting in between uh, so I mean, we, we, they've got their their music service at the moment, mm, which has got some catchy name, which I can't remember. Uh, music for something. Um, it's like Im plays, or Org or plays something. lots of something. I don't know. Anyway, no, plays plays Play. a lot is the Sony one, isn't it? Or, <laughs> See, this is it's clearly <laughs> a catchy. Know. Name. We're not into this. Uh, We're also done deals to d- distribute content. In fact, in some yeah, markets, yeah. from Disney, for example. Uh, but uh, this is good to see them doing something in the. Uh, developing world yeah well i think it's that's where you know they're shipping <coughs> millions of handsets a day mm. um, quite astonishing isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> mainly prepay you know that's yep. where it is um so moving into sort of i guess the content space um mm-hmm. and uh, at a web 2.0 summit um the guy i guess is ceo of myspace uh, chief executive chris dewolf said mm-hmm. uh, oh he said we might and this is the kind of thing the guy said oh Probably someone asked him, so would you, what about the iPod? Would you do something yourself like that? And he said, mm, we might do. And suddenly, <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> suddenly it's a big article. Oh, hey, MySpace, you know, watch out, Sony, iPod. watch out, Apple, uh-huh. you know, MySpace versus iTunes. And, and MySpace is the, I guess, the, I mean, I know people who are in bands and stuff, as I'm sure you do. You know, MySpace is where you put your music. Yeah, absolutely. And, you, you know, bands yeah. have MySpace yeah. pages. They're not really, you know, Facebook doesn't, isn't music centric. No, it's not. Um, and it's not, um, Facebook is more kind of a personal centric thing, whereas mm. MySpace seems to accommodate 
groups or causes or things but like also that. Also, the pages easy. are already kind of hectic on MySpace, and they just, you know, you load a page <laughs> and it plays music. The playlist jumps in your face. Yeah, it has a lot more flexibility, let's put it that way. <laughs> it might not be pretty, but you can put whatever you like on it. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I suppose that's... I mean, I'm sure everybody looks at the way Apple has kind of made this happen and say, oh, we could do that, we could be there. Um, mm. I think it well, takes... I mean, they certainly have had some successes in terms of, you know, the music following. I mean, they've, you, you can now stream music from Sony, Universal, Warner, and so on on MySpace. Mm. Legitimately, uh, I guess. Legitimately. And they, they streamed a billion songs in the first few days. And from start created, to finish? Or not in- sure. <laughs> <laughs> but they created 80 million playlists and yeah. 5 million bands upload their music to the site. Really? Is there 5 million bands out there? That is amazing, isn't it? That's <laughs> Just think about that number. <laughs> wow. There's got to be a U2 and the Beatles in there somewhere, haven't there? I mean, <laughs> there's, there's only be. so many, you know, monkeys you can have hitting drums. <laughs> Something's got to come out of there, hasn't it? Five um, million bands. My goodness. And that's before all the um, Guitar Hero World Tour and uh, yeah, before the guys kick in yeah. here's something like a po- all the Wii Music people, you know. But wow. Like, um, wow. That, that's just amazing. Because can you down? I mean, you can listen to stuff, but it used to be you could download it. But I think now they're moving more towards the um, kind of upgrades. Yeah, and they stuff. have a little, like a little player on mm. each of these things where you can. Yeah, you can but you can't stuff. download stuff generally, can you? No, not that I'm aware of. Um, okay, now it's the iPhone segment. <laughs> it's meant to be the mobile segment, <laughs> but uh, um, there's always something happening in the world of uh, the world of the iPhone. Yes, and a couple of things here. One. Um, Outlet, which apparently there's an app available in the US called V-Snacks. Um, yeah, and I had a look at that and oh, right. went to go and download it and it said, mm, you're not in the US, go away. But you were in the US. Oh, uh, yeah, well, I just tried it this morning. I should have <laughs> tried it a few days ago. Yeah, you can't do it. But it, apparently, I've spoken to people from the US and they say, you know, it's quite good. You can watch, it's all streaming content. Um, right, that's cool. Pretty good performance, bit of Discovery Channel, sort of snacking. And I guess there's advertising in there, but mm-hmm. quite how or if they're making money, I don't know. Sounds very good. Mm. I mean, have you downloaded any cool apps on your iPhone recently? Uh, now, what was the latest one? There was <coughs> I've downloaded a couple of cool games actually. Yeah, uh, one of them was called uh, Freebies, called? or um, uh, I can't even remember if I paid for them or not. This one was called. Let me just pull it up here. Trace, which is a etch a sketch, funky little game where you draw things on the screen to help the little dude. This is, works really well on a podcast. <laughs> so, as you can see, folks, let me start. So you have different levels. So, you have to try and get the little dude to the little okay. sunshine thing, and you say so you can draw on the screen, then you can make, okay, him, make a line, and then he goes. Oh, well, okay. Make him jump, walk over there. That's not bad. It thing. does. It's reminiscent of like a ZX Spectrum. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, and the, the levels do get much harder, and you have to kind of get him up things and, oh, around things so. and, and those gratuitous spinning polygons things in are the just background for no apparent reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's very cute, and uh, just it does it, it fits nicely with the whole kind of being able to draw on the screen thing. Yeah, thing yeah, and snake very tactile. That's good. Yep. Have you downloaded anything? No, cool, just really? a few upgrades to the um, like the koi carp, the koi pond, which has got a festive theme. Right, I see. Um, which uh, maybe I can illustrate here <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> well, uh, if, you don't, if you haven't seen the app, this is a really beautiful looking app. Uh-huh. You've got these koi carp swimming around. Um, <laughs> really? But there's a special one here in the hey, Christmas edition, which has got like a reindeer <laughs> and a red nose. And if I shake it, <laughs> can you hear that, folks? We get a bit of reindeer bells. And then instead of the fish food coming out, you get like gingerbread men and candy canes. Oh, wow. So it's like a fish tank on your yeah, iPhone. Yeah. And Everyone needs one. And they come really? in. And you've got holly instead of... Um, 
kind of lily pads. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, I think I'm impressed by that. I mean, well, there is a good value one for money. Them. About a third update on this one as well, so very good. <laughs> anyway, a- that's not what we were going to talk about before we get into go down an iPhone um, sinkhole, I suppose. That's true. Um, <laughs> uh, so what were we talking about? Oh, Google. Yes, Google. Um, and Google, allegedly, and I don't know if it's happened today, and it'd probably be only in the US, so we won't get to play with it, mm-hmm. is launching an app which is doing some kind of voice recognition so you can do voice searching. So basically, you'll run the app, you'll speak into it, it'll record a sound bite, send it to the Google servers, they'll try and work out what you said and return <laughs> yeah, search results based on that. But it's also doing local search, apparently, on oh, your right. address book. Ooh, if you said cool. call Fred, or you know, I could say call Ian. Mm-hmm. Call it Ian Harris. I mean, so I guess it's it got to get this stuff up, upload it to a server in the US, decode it, send an answer back. But then how does it do that if it doesn't know who you are? But I suppose it must, there's, a, there's going to be a search API within the phone where you can search for well, Harris must, and yeah, you can search for Ian. Back. So it can send that yeah. back and saying, yeah. you know, this with, is a, what I've got to search with the API and it says, well, yeah. I think you want to call this guy in, but then it's, I'm sure I had something like that before and you had to ask which one it was, home or mobile. There was mm. a third party app that did this locally in the phone because okay. there's enough grunt in the phone to do it. Anyway, that's supposed to be launching today. I haven't had a chance to play with it. that means you can be wandering around the streets and say mm. to your phone, where's the nearest... Starbucks, yeah. oh, which does work as we know, my phone with a broken, uh, <laughs> the, the <laughs> dumb stripe. <laughs> um, but I did, I used it when I was in Barcelona. I don't know if you used it when you're in the States. Oh, it's fantastic. Did you get that Urban stuff. Spoon app where you can just sort of shake it, find somewhere to? Oh, I should have tried that actually. You know, where to eat, bang. Yeah, I used it in Barcelona, but I had to actually put in, you know, restaurant near me and it went, sh- all yeah. the little things popped out and I went yeah. to one of them. Way too cool and expensive for our budget. <laughs> <laughs> but it did, it did it was like, right that's, that's It was good. called Moo. It was obviously way too tender. It was that's great. great. Um, look, nice. Like Very bizarre, though. So I think that's something to look forward to in the um, voice searching. Yeah, um, if it works. I mean, you're obviously going to have lots of bloopers where people are going to say stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It comes up with completely the wrong. Some of the dodgy spell check. Mm-hmm. Um, gaming news. Um, I got Little Big Planet, and I've been how, playing that. How is it? I'm having issues with my PlayStation Three. I'm not getting. This is narrated by Stephen Fry. Uh, yeah, like I think be so. Awesome. He's great. But that channel isn't coming out of my. Uh, I don't know if it's not on my disc or I think it's more to do with the surround oh, sound decoding that I've got. Right. For some reason, it's not picking up that channel. But uh, anyone who's got any top tips on why oh why oh why I'm getting all the effects except for the over the, for the narration. Really? Um, I haven't changed anything, but um, that's we'll see what good. happens there. But what's the actual gameplay like? Because you, it's you little. It's little quite cool. You can go online quite do. easily, but. Right. There's a lot of, you know, you end up playing against a six-year-old or something, but you don't, you don't know. <laughs> and losing. And you can customize your little character and um, mm-hmm. it is quite engaging, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and, but at the end of everything, it gives you your rating, you know, and, and you find out you're 325,031 on this level. Oh, and you, no. okay, I'm rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> so but actually, you're with everybody yeah, else. Yeah, the wow. whole community. So you can see, wow. so I mean, a lot of people must have bought the game. It must be... Yeah. Um, you know, let's assume I'm in the bottom quartile of performance, and that means they've sold half a million in the first week. Wow, that's amazing. I would guess. Um, at, at least. Um, but well, it's fun, and you can do level editing, and the level editor's quite wild. You can just create your own. Once you've had a bit of a practice, you can you know, zoom out and look around mm. and spin around. It looks it's really cool. Sounds great. Um, other games, Guitar Hero World Tour, which I had a look at a copy. I haven't had a play of it. but It's it, on the DS, is that right? Uh, no, no, this is on um, PlayStation 3. Oh, right. comes okay. in a box the size of this table. Because it's got the drum kit, two guitars. Oh, right, sorry. It's got the uh, microphone, drum, right? microphone, drum kit, two guitars. And I see there's right. no keyboards, but I'm um, okay. sure there'll be an add-on keyboard. 
That's amazing. I don't know how you do that on the screen, how you get all oh. the, press all these funny <laughs> buttons in time. But uh, that looked pretty um, pretty bizarre, so I'll have to get a little bit of a report on that. Um, Fantastic. Uh, yeah, I think on the DS you'd have a bit of trouble. Mm. I thought the World Tour one was the portable version, but mm. obviously. And there's the DS, the new DS as well, with a little camera and that kind of yeah, stuff. So it's slightly bigger screen. Yeah. yeah, it looks a bit ropey, to be honest, but they'll still have um, a faster processor and... Same games. Yeah, same and games. And no legacy support, I heard. Oh, really? No legacy support. Well, I, did, I never quite understood why... Mm. I mean, I guess some people have all these Game Boy Advance games they want yeah, to exactly. carry around with them. But not for long once you get the exactly. 75 in one cartridge. Exactly. Um, I think uh, there's a bit of an internet, internet phenomenon kind of game floating around at the moment, a game called uh, World of Goo. Right. Have you tried the World of Goo? <laughs> <laughs> not knowingly. <laughs> It's actually really cool. It's, it's kind of, it's one of those little kind of puzzle games. These uh-huh. little goo balls you have to kind of move to different locations on the screen and, and it's really hard to describe actually. Goo.com? Is it, it goo.com? It's, or? it's worldofgoo.com. It's a great little game. It's like pretty cheap. It's like $20 US, I think. We have to buy it. You have to buy it. Wow. Uh, and I actually came across it because there was an article about how 90% of the copies of World of Goo, because hmm. there's no DRM on this game, that's one of the points. Uh, about its it's one of its selling points in inverted commas because yeah. apparently ninety percent of copies of World of Goo are pirated. Well, as, yeah. However, people so think I'll it's so you, good they'll give you a copy afterwards, James. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you have to buy. It. Um, so, um, so you've been trying to look for one on BitTorrent for a while. <laughs> no, no, I, I, but it's I, an honesty thing, right? It's an honesty. Yeah. So yeah. presumably it's done really well because you know it's it's all over. It, everyone's talking. But why about is it, it downloadable? Wasn't it? I suppose there's no business model if it's just a flash game. You've got no. It's kind of a flashy sort of game. If it's not mm. flash, I'd be something very okay. like flash. Sounds it's very interesting. It's like r- Loco Roco, similar, but yeah, different. very similar. But uh, but it's kind of they're kind of physics puzzles where you okay. got to build structures and. And they fall down if you don't put the right things in the right place and all this sort of stuff. Sounds it's good, good fun. It's got great okay. music and it's very, very mm. Highly recommend it. It's a world of goo. Uh, and and on, a, on a down point. On a down point, yeah. <laughs> Michael Crichton, which I, I mean, I don't know if you've read any of his books, but um, mm. there's, uh, you know, I don't know, we've all read Michael Crichton books. I mean, I remember there's, there's I can't, I'll never remember the names now, obviously, but... <laughs> This one, uh, I think there's this one he did a, like a time travel one where he went back to medieval times, which mm-hmm, was quite cool, mm-hmm. made into a movie. Um, and there was one. Was he, I mean, everyone knows the Andromeda, the Andromeda Strain and Jurassic Park. And I think Fear, uh, State of Fear or Fear, there was one where he had lots of, of nano machines. Oh, that was Next. Next, was it? It was called Next. State of Fear was his, uh, uh, his uh, kind of piece on the environmental movement. Okay. But... I think uh, it's very sad. No, next, no, next was genetic research. The one I was up to aim for was the was basically some sort of nanoparticles that were in the lab and they, they got out. But they were right, machines, yeah, yeah, nanomachines yeah. rather than... Yeah, yeah. And that was... Uh, so I think it's a very sad loss uh, because he yeah. was obviously... A visionary. Visionary in terms of uh, being able to take ideas and turn them into a story mm. that people associated with. Yeah. Very sad. And Jurassic Park, of course. Indeed. Father uh, of Jurassic Park, which I think is great. Um, I, re- I was reading on the train up today a very uh, disconcerting piece about how they actually do, you know, freezing people. Mm. And I thought, you know, you just think, oh, they just take the money and chop the guy's head off and whack him in the freezer. <laughs> but it's not. It's actually, you know, they do full medical stuff and they inject them and then gradually replace the blood, bring them down to a different thing and put all these other chemicals in because you don't want ice crystals forming in your cells. And no. Well, no, no. Ama- amazing. And it's just, like, wow. I thought, well, they just, they just take the money, chuck them in the freezer. 
<laughs> they'll sort out the problems later but they actually seem to it was a very detailed wow. quite clinical procedure almost like an embalming but it is I mean essentially it's cryogenic embalming I suppose oh, yeah, so they go through a lot of uh, except well, they don't pull your brain out through your nostrils which is the uh, <laughs> which is the old Egyptian immortality yeah. is mine <laughs> yeah, it can be cheap though uh, um, dead first, no but then most life insurance policies will pay out when you die so you right, do something so with the money. You just don't want, you don't want your rallies to have it, <laughs> yeah, do you? That's right. So you want to keep it in <clears> to <throat> get yourself sorted out. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's... I hadn't thought about that because if you freeze yourself, then presumably you've got to put some money on long-term deposit so you can afford to make you yourself to, better. You don't want to switch the fridge off, you know what I mean? Like, no, because you've got to pay for yourself in perpetuity, but then presumably yeah. you've got to pay for the medical treatment to fix you Exactly. In a hundred years from now, exactly. when they can, man. like someone's got to be motivated in a hundred years to go. Hey, we can cure whatever disease yeah, it is. Yeah, so you must have to have. I hadn't thought about that. There must be some sort of financial instrument where you can put mm. money away, even though you're dead, and it's yours for future <laughs> use to reanimate you. That's Otherwise, right. no one's going to bother. But there's going to be some procedure where they can get their hands on your cash. Well, it gives you a different concept of like, are you really dead at that point, or are you kind of like suspended? Because mm. if you can get fixed later on, yeah, but it's a bit. It's conjecture. So does that mean these companies actually they're just big investment houses who like sitting on piles of cash and charging management fees and just happen <laughs> to have loads of stiffs in the freezer? Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I mean, you've got to have... I, I hadn't thought about that. You're going to have to not just... You do. Absolutely. You're going to have to have a lump of cash. You have to keep paying them. Otherwise, they've got no yeah. reason to keep doing it. Well, I keep paying and them and also no reason pay to someone in the future the, the billion dollars it's going to take to take you out to defrost you and put your head back on <laughs> yeah that's right so you all back together again yeah you know put the blood, blood back in and turn you back in around a stavros from the old dalek thing <laughs> <laughs> but it could be quite interesting for future people to sort of look back and you know revive someone from 100 years ago and say hey what was life like and yeah but that's i mean that's futurama and um mm. sleeper was mm -hmm. classic movies mm -hmm. well not obviously futurama is not classic but yeah <laughs> One day. Yeah. But I mean, those are kind of reanimation things and, and that would be a bit weird. But you must have, have to have, I mean, surely you just say, oh, accidentally, we didn't, um, we didn't manage to reanimate him. We'll keep all the cash. <laughs> what are they going to do? I well, mean, exactly. You know, who's going to see you? Aren't we? You're in the freezer. You're not going to say a lot of it. And I'm sure, you? I mean, interesting. I'll have to look into this more. Yeah, very but anyway, anyway Paul, Michael, some, Michael uh, Crichton, there we go. Yep. Um, so if you've got any thoughts about this do let us know feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com yep we'd love to hear from you and we will hear you in on the couch so 96, 96. <laughs> which <laughs> is the real next one, one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, goodbye from me james anyway and goodbye from me and cheers bye